0: A Bitcoin!
1: It sounds like a delicious coin. You know,
0: why does it need to be paper anyway? It can just
1: be like, in the Hi, and
0: welcome back to Bitcoin Sandwich with Guy and James. We are here on December 27th, 2013. Bitcoin's worth
1: $714 or so. How's it going, James? How was your Christmas? Great. Great Christmas. Ready for the new year. Ready for a great 2014? So I'm still waiting
0: on the certificate, but evidently we are a uh, non-GMO food. Good. Yeah, vegetarian. Who
1: certifies that?
0: Uh, The uh, not uh,
1: Monsanto folks. Not Monsanto.
0: (laughs) Organic? Yeah. Yeah, it's very organic show, actually. Nothing but the best here.
1: Yeah. Bitcoin now, we're coming out of another, what looks like another bubble burst. We're back up over the 700 mark 715. no one wants to just let the party ride no it's uh still very unstable but still really promising there's uh speaking of really promising overstock.com there's a lot of talk about them accepting in Bitcoin in 2014
0: yeah and then overstock is that do they do the same thing as Amazon where they have like a lot of, like you can almost buy everything on there
1: yeah, I don't or think is it it's just random stuff. I think it's more random
0: stuff. I don't think they carry everything. They still have them. a huge selection of items. So the uh, the list of things you can buy with Bitcoin just shot through the roof.
1: That's a big business. They do over a yeah. billion dollars a year and that's that big exposure for Bitcoin. But Bitcoin is so
0: volatile. I don't understand why a large business like that would want to take in a lot of Bitcoin.
1: Yeah.
0: I mean, it, maybe it's a uh uh educated risk. But, you know, I don't know. It seems risky to me.
1: Well, you've got two choices when you take in Bitcoin uh, as a business owner that you can either uh, hold that Bitcoin, speculate, and, you know, hope that it would increase in value and you would make more money from your investment, or you could immediately convert it into uh, fiat. And that's how you have uh, businesses that have really small margins that are able to accept Bitcoin. Uh, Coinbase has a program where... uh, you're able to sign up that for the first million dollars of transactions they charge a zero percent fee. Oh wow. And it's directly converted when the purchase happens and then after that it's one percent.
0: You know the United States government charges a little bit more than that to use their currency.
1: Credit cards charge a lot more
0: than that. Yeah. And
1: you've Oh yeah, that's a good point. That's what from a from a business standpoint, Bitcoin seems to have much more advantages to the retailer because you don't have the chargebacks retailers you talk to anyone who deals in retail it's always every month they find out from the credit card companies which charge they're going to have to fight or to get their money Mm -hmm. bitcoin once that bitcoin is sent or that part of the bitcoin is sent it's there for good
0: now but can't businesses have a thing where they that Bitcoin may be there for good, but if you didn't like what you got or you returned what you got, you, you basically sell that item back to the business I mean there's no refunds at all in bitcoin no. like, there may, you can't refund the actual Bitcoin, but
1: you can still refund the value you could oh any you could have any policy that the business wants to have, but it wouldn't be an issue of they they receive a, mm-hmm. a credit card payment they send right. out a product. Right. And then a month later, the credit card company says, oh, that card was stolen, Mm -hmm. or that wasn't a legitimate charge, or uh, you didn't get a signature for that. or For whatever reason that you're not going to get your money from that charge, that that retailer no longer has to deal with it, which, I mean, we're all paying for that on a societal level, that those costs are embedded in the price of goods.
0: Well, and that's one of the reasons I think people are having a hard time with wrapping their mind around Bitcoin, though, because you can't go back and fix something like what if somebody hacks your account and steals your bitcoin you're screwed you know you can't you're not going to get that bitcoin back yeah but with the credit card you're safer you know because if you get stolen the credit card will help you to a certain extent and then the legal system after that but you know i think that that's probably going to end up being an evolution of cryptocurrency maybe bitcoin where um they make it a little safer. And it's a very analogous business, the credit cards and an online currency. It's almost the exact same yeah. um, idea. You've used. The way it's used is
1: almost the exact same. Well, but, it opens uh, up new businesses as yeah. well. It, people that can insure those payments and, and guarantee wallets. and mm-hmm. provide, yeah. It's a huge opportunity for insurance companies. And it's basically cutting out the middleman of credit card transit processors
0: mm-hmm. the also uh yeah i'm waiting for an insurance company to uh, start insuring the wallet companies i've talked about that numerous times that they should just be like bank accounts it's insured to a certain dollar amount and you know that's going to cost something though That that costs money otherwise yeah. why would they insure it they have to have money coming in
1: so, it's all part of a growing process. Yeah, it's a lot of cottage industries.
0: And, you know, the more cottage industries that spring up around Bitcoin, the stronger it will be because the harder it will be to get rid of. Yeah. You know. Uh,
1: I think we're reaching yeah. that point. That's but, the,
0: the war on drugs. You but, can't get rid of the war on drugs because how many people are going to put out of work
1: in the government that are waging this war on drugs? But that, it's based on fear. And that's people fear Bitcoin. I mean, you are yeah. talking about uh, in India. The mm-hmm. market,
0: yeah, they've closed a few more exchanges in India, you know. And I, I don't know exactly what the Indian government came out and cautioned everyone about, but evidently, reading a couple articles, the uh, the Indian exchanges, a couple different ones, are saying that they're just shutting down for now to reevaluate. You know, maybe there's a safer way they can do business, or I, I'm not really certain what what the deal is, but it it seems like a growing pain of a new industry like we were just discussing. And um, I don't think it's going to be permanent. There's no intent of it being permanent from what I, what I read. Yeah. seems like they're just going to be adjusting a few policies, changing the way they do business to be more secure or to fit government regulation. Um, You know, I mean, there's an overwhelming uh, reoccurring theme here and it's government trying to crack down and get a handle on what this, this craze (laughs) they they hope it's a craze bitcoin craze where they the money gets out of their control
1: yeah well i think that governments are afraid of bitcoin i think they have reason to for their own survival i think that we entered the digital age and it was digital to the benefit of government that they were able to see every transaction we have and able to keep tallies on where money was moving around and being sure they were collecting tax dollars where a 100 years ago if you owned you know you own cattle and land and maybe it's some minerals uh, it's very difficult to collect money off that but when everything is tracked and counted online it's very easy to make sure that the irs gets their money and that's why we've seen such growth in government and such waste in government is because there's so much collected uh, so easily and i wonder that you know bitcoin really runs against that that I think it will have a shrinking effect on government that it won't be able to keep up the same revenues because everything isn't uh, as transparent as it once was. Yeah.
0: Well, transparent as far as where our our tax dollars are or the – no, where they're getting their tax money from. Yeah. Yeah. Our transactions are not as transparent. Um, They can't track our money as easily. But they're still going to be able to tax gain on Bitcoin, and they're going to tax us buying
1: things. Um, and that's fine. We need taxes. Yeah. I think we need government. But I think that the ability for them to raise uh, taxes on your paycheck, a quarter of a percent, uh, it's unnoticeable. I think it's it's too easy. Mm-hmm. Right.
0: I, I still love the idea of let's uh, – before our government does anything, we should have an internet vote. And uh, whichever idea raises the most money is the one our country's... the direction our country will go on that particular item. You know, give us a, a list of things that need to be fixed. Yeah. And let us choose what's going to get fixed.
1: But you could use the Bitcoin network or something similar for voting as well. Yeah. No, there's, you
0: know, there's been a lot of stories of people being very generous with Bitcoin. Uh, there's a guy on... Uh, college game day that held up a the QR code and he ended up raising something like $24,000 worth of Bitcoin. He's a college kid asking his mom for money giving her the QR code for his Bitcoin and people took it off the internet and started sending him money. Everybody says there's nothing but evil to be found in an, an, the anonymity of the internet but I don't think that's true. That's a sign right there that people will be, there's plenty of good things too.
1: There definitely is. There's a lot of charities that are based strictly on Bitcoin. It's a very generous and giving community, from what I've found.
0: So James, I found this article from CNBC.com by Jeff Cox. And there's lots of articles about Bitcoin out there, but this one I thought was pretty interesting, and I wanted to go through it together. Okay. And it says, "Do you really know Bitcoin? Here are 11 myths."
1: Okay. I think I know okay. Bitcoin.
0: Yeah, all right. All right. So it talks a little bit, but it goes I'm going to go down to the meat of the article here and it says number 1. Bitcoin is huge. That's the myth. Okay. Yeah. It says for all the talk and hype, Bitcoin is tiny with a total value of just 10.8 billion billion with a b wow. by the way. Dollars. So evidently that's tiny billion dollar.
1: How much does Jeff Cox have? How much money does he have?
0: Well, I don't know. I don't it goes further on okay. to talk about how tiny it is. Yeah, and so that compares to the total stock of U.S. dollars, which is at $800 billion. Okay, all right, dollars. But worldwide, Bitcoin has another $4 trillion worth of currency from other countries. So it's probably closer to $4 trillion worth uh, size of industry as opposed to,
1: so, so the U.S. stock market is only worth eight hundred billion, but and Bitcoin is
0: worth more than four trillion, and yet they're saying that how
1: is, bi- How is Bitcoin worth more than
0: four trillion? Well, it says here that there's also about four trillion. Oh, there's four in trillion in global, global currency currencies. traded every day. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, I don't know how much. So Bitcoin worldwide is only worth ten point eight billion. Yes. That's still with a B. That's, that's still
1: a lot of money.
0: That's, okay. And it's yeah. still early. Well, I, the way I read it, I was I it made sense. Yeah. Okay. So, I have a
1: feeling this guy's not going to make
0: money. Number sense. two, Bitcoin enables drugs and terrorism. True. So does tax dollars. So does
1: cash. <laughs> cash is more anonymous than Bitcoin. And it's how drugs and terrorism usually operate. I don't know about terrorism, but drugs so, are usually
0: cash. So when it says here that the average drug dealer or terrorist wouldn't mess with Bitcoin because it's, you know, the drug and terrorism thing with Bitcoin is a myth and the average drug dealer wouldn't take Bitcoin because it's too volatile. I 100% agree with that statement, but the, the reason there's a myth that Bitcoin is surrounding drugs is because it's online money transfers. Maybe it's not the dime bag that this guy's buying from his dealer, but it's, it's the money going back to the growers or the people that smuggled it here or you know terror, terrorists being able to uh, transfer money from one country to another easily you know that's that's why people are worried about bitcoin being but, involved with drugs and terrorism not because you're going to go buy a dime bag with some bitcoin
1: but the drug market itself isn't worth 10 billion dollars right
0: so i, I mean, mean well if, you know, i don't you, know it, i you, that drug I, market could be pretty big <laughs> We'd have to look that one up. But you can't um, argue
1: from both sides saying that it's only used for drug dealing and terrorism. Right, right. But drug dealers or terrorists wouldn't. Take <laughs> well, the
0: the myth is that it enables drugs and terrorism. Oh, okay. So uh, that that's why it's cool because that's what it could be used for. Uh, I mean, but yes. So actually, that's not a myth. Bitcoin could enable drugs and terrorism because it could be used for that. It could also enable. You know, uh, Tony Romo sending some little girl a signed football that he bought with Bitcoin, you know, or uh, people saving other people's lives by sending Bitcoin to them or all the people that donate, you know. But
1: a knife knife can be used by a surgeon for good or by a criminal for killing someone. Mm -hmm. It's not, something is not inherently good or bad. It's usually what it's used for. There you go. There
0: you go. And uh, number three, Bitcoin is a currency. That's a myth. I'd agree with that. So this says. And yes, I mean, it, it doesn't seem like currency to me at this point, but it...
1: All right. What else has he got on that list?
0: All right. Uh, number four, Bitcoin has never been more volatile than it is now. Yeah, that's probably also a myth because when it went from $5 to $200, isn't that a bigger increase change than when it went from 200 to 1200
1: So, so. when it went from... Uh you Know 12 cents to 36 cents wasn't that more of a volatile of a change?
0: No, it's only three times 300 percent. Yeah, so what, when it went what from five dollars to I don't know whatever oh. price it went to after that, I mean, well, people don't
1: complain yeah. about volatility.
0: Yeah, you know, when it know. went from 12 cents to five dollars, yeah, that that was that was more volatile, but yeah, so okay, so that was true. And number five, Chinese citizens can't buy Bitcoin, okay. They just can't buy it with their money. Okay? No <laughs> yeah. no big deal. Okay. Um, it's not impossible. Yeah. It's not impossible. It's just different. Um, right. Uh, number six, uh, Bitcoin is not a store of value.
1: It's not. Or is That's it a, the, myth. the myth. is that.
0: That's the myth, yep.
1: And he's saying that it yep. is a store yep.
0: of value. I guess so. Yeah, okay. he's saying it's like gold and silver and that he believes it'll one day uh, be sitting on the shelves. Uh, metaphorically like um, with those things okay so, so shoulder to shoulder with gold and silver so or silver and gold yeah it's holiday season It's a song about silver and gold or what's that guy from the best gift for christmas yeah silver and gold you're thinking of what to get me for christmas yeah <laughs> silver and gold, and gold. alright or N- bitcoin number seven bitcoin is untraceable the transactions happen online and it can anything online can be tracked.
1: Yeah, so, I mean it's like being online in yeah. general. You have a certain amount of a non anonymous anonymity. I had never heard of this. I'm going to give up on that word. Anonymous anonymity. Anonymity.
0: Yes. Ah, there you go. So number eight. I don't understand this. One. Losing anonymity will render Bitcoin useless. I, I did, I've never heard that one before. I think he had to stretch to get eleven Losing
1: minutes. Yeah, that one just that's yeah. his filler. Wow. Yeah,
0: he filled that one in, and it's all, it does it has one sentence.
1: Ten myths sounds better. Yeah, anyway.
0: I know ten myths about. Well, there's evidently there were maybe ten myths because I've never heard. number nine. It's a Ponzi scheme. No, it isn't. That's what it says. Yeah, all right. Not. There's no evidence to suggest it. Prove it. <laughs> that's what a person running a Ponzi scheme would say, <laughs> Mister Cox. <laughs> 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 okay, number ten. Bitcoin is ready for prime time, that's the myth. Um, yeah, that might be true. I don't know. Uh, it's hard to say. It it's kind of in prime time right now. Yeah, I think.
1: He's saying so. It okay. hasn't
0: named itself prime time yet. <laughs> it hadn't been there for years, but it's acting like it.
1: I think it's not prime time anymore. It's Deion Sanders.
0: Bitcoin, uh Bitcoin is Deion Sanders right now.
1: Yeah. And then
0: it may become prime time later. Okay. But is it in the prime time? Is it ready for it? I think so.
1: I guess we'll find out. I think it's point
0: pretty point hot. Next year. And then number 11, something better will kill Bitcoin. Unless whatever kills Bitcoin is evil. And then would it be better? I don't know. That's <laughs> It's going to be the fight of the century. We're going to duke it out on a Friday night fight.
1: I think... Uh... I think something
0: likely will kill Bitcoin. Do you think South Park will do an episode where there's one coin, one <laughs> <laughs> cryptocurrency fighting another cryptocurrency? Everybody, what is that? Uh...
1: Everybody's going to blame <laughs> the hobo nickel for killing Bitcoin.
0: The hobo nickel. Oh, I wanted to talk about another altcoin, the uh, the dog coin. Did you see that? That no. made oh, right, yeah, right dog... before Christmas. There was this big article about how these two guys that are both like working for computer companies. Obviously. Think, but um they uh, were like oh let's make a coin ha 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 let's have some fun make a coin and they chose a shibu inu and a dog D O G E coin yeah and it's i guess based on a few other internet memes that were mm-hmm. around prior to that and all of a sudden people started buying these coins and it blew up they're having to like run it like a business now and all these things article comes out right before christmas this morning I read an article, someone hacked it and stole about $12,000 worth of it, which I believe might have been all the dog coin.
1: It it shot up out of nowhere. Yeah, it did. And it, they've got, I don't know how many hundreds of millions mm-hmm. of coins, they're worth very little, but it got a lot of people yeah. involved in yeah. cryptocurrencies. And I think things. a high
0: school kid stuffed in a school locker somewhere, stole that stuff, just straight <laughs> up hacked it, <laughs> took it away, It's mine. <laughs>
1: so 12 grand i the market cap on that coin is worth a lot more than was that. it more it yeah.
0: said it said it was 12 grand stolen maybe that's why they're saying it wasn't a big deal but anyway it got hacked yeah so i i thought it was interesting so if you're a burgeoning alt coin you might not want a huge article written up about you get some attention from the folks reading the front page yeah you want to be in like the second or third page folks that That are real interested get you. The folks that are just looking for somebody to hack, they get done at the first
1: page. That way you avoid the lazy hackers that only read the headlines. Yeah,
0: you guys can hack us, but uh,
1: you're never going to find us.
0: Good luck, man.
1: You got to hear about us. If
0: I catch you, the lawsuit will give me a lot more money than I get from doing this podcast so far. So, what's half (laughs) of nothing? I think. What's half of a bill? It's negative nothing. (laughs) you know james one another thing i wanted to talk about a little bit today is uh mining i barely understand it it's very complicated way that they uh you know the difficulty of mining is going to go up as the same rate that the our ability to mine is going to go up yeah and it's some sort of algorithm they use to make sure that it's processes every ten minutes, one transaction
1: every ten minutes. Yeah, is that close? Close to it. It's uh, difficulty's been going through the roof. We had uh, a thirty percent increase in the twenty-first. is that month. because
0: more people are mining than ever? It's
1: because there's more miners coming on mm-hmm. ASIC processors that came online, mm-hmm. and just with more people interested, there are more people uh, that are mining Bitcoin, and mining Bitcoin at a loss. But they just uh, are speculating on the future price of Bitcoin. Now
0: the, the ASIC mining, mining chips, right? Now, those were made purpose-built to mine. Bitcoin. Yes. So the, and I remember y'all were talking about that. It took them a while to make them. They finally, they just recently hit the market, right? So we're seeing
1: that. The response from
0: that. Yeah. Uh, and, it, and it is skyrocketing difficult.
1: Every about two weeks, it's been going up about 20% somewhere it's up for 30 or 40% at difficulty in, in the hash rate and what it is is so that they're making the mathematics that the the equation that the computer has to the problem the computers have to solve are more difficult so that it takes longer to solve so that it stays within that 8 to 12 minute um, time frame for a yeah. blockchain, a new blockchain to come out the more the more mining we have out there the more stable Bitcoin is the more uh, reliable the blockchain is so I think it's good
0: yeah yeah that's it's interesting I mean it, at least it shows that people aren't completely backing off of Bitcoin if you had just started looking at all of this a uh, month ago you would have thought Bitcoin might have been on its way out all, all of a sudden all the negative press has been getting and it's still having a lot of growing pains but I mean that right there that's people pumping money into the industry. That's the technological arms race that I've been talking about at its fullest height. And I think you'll continue to see that pattern stair step on and on and on. Almost to a point where I guess the later you are into the mining game, does it make a difference?
1: Well, the idea is that technology will advance as the difficulty increases and that Hopefully in the future you'll have something like uh, your hot water heater will be run off a bitcoin mining machine. So it's producing so much heat that it's also yeah. heating the water for your yeah. house.
0: No, I think that totally totally could happen. We were uh was with a friend of mine, they're looking to buy a warehouse to put Bitcoin mining machines in and it's in it's in Colorado. It's cold there, you know, almost all year. It it barely even ever gets into the nineties and there's no air conditioning in these warehouses at all and um we just kept telling the guy like no i mean we'll we'll have to put air conditioning or some sort of cooling system in here have to happen and they're like well no we, we don't know what you're talking about so uh it's a lot of heat yeah there's there's a lot of ideas that people have thrown around that you can do with it the heat in your house it would definitely
1: work There was some articles recently about, uh, there was a segment called Street Smart with Matt Miller. He uh, was giving out Bitcoins on the air and he accidentally held up the code of the private code Mm -hmm. uh, for the Bitcoin address. And there was articles saying that someone on Reddit had, had taken a screen capture of that and took the coins out of the wallet just before someone else would do it. And all the articles were saying that this cyber hacker and thief, and he was trying to contact the show to send them Bitcoin back and they weren't interested, so he donated it to charity, but it was just interesting the spin that people were putting on it, and it goes back to what you were saying, that people aren't aware of how much security, it's a different level of security you need to have in having a Bitcoin wallet than opposed to having an American Express.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's very confusing to me. I've I, I read article after article, tried to figure it out, and, and I came to the conclusion that I sh- I shouldn't even try. <laughs> but I don't have enough Bitcoin to uh, to worry about it at this point necessarily. But it's very complicated. I mean, you, you hear about people that triple, quadruple authentication passwords, and then they lose. You know, somebody spills coffee on one of the pieces of paper, and they just lost a million. Of Bitcoin because they can no longer get into their account?
1: I saw a scam on Twitter. Someone had gotten the handle Earthcoin. It's a new coin that came out. Mm -hmm. And on Twitter, they were saying that we'll send you 100,000 Earthcoins if you send a BTC to this address. And they were getting people to send it to that address, and they have nothing to do with Earthcoin. And last time I checked that address, they had received 11 Bitcoins. So just by scamming people. We
0: uh, we need to set Bitcoin Sandwich up a uh, a Bitcoin wallet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah and uh, yeah. See, uh, s- send Bitcoin for Bitcoin Sandwich and then
1: we've got a uh, yeah got yeah maybe a Bitcoin it, address for Bitcoin Sandwich. I yeah. created one. Oh we didn't put on the link to this. Yeah, if someone wants oh, to send uh, interesting a partial millibit or something donation. Right. Yeah, a donation,
0: yeah, let a, us know a donation would be nice um we uh, we definitely sure would love some votes from you guys if you want to hear more of uh and uh non-drunk irishman and a southern texas boy talk about bitcoin a little bit more um we we promise to not be too boring um the uh we we didn't even bring up giga hashes or or terahashes or or hashing no at all which um You know, I read another article that there's not enough women in Bitcoin. Well, have a 30-second conversation about what's actually happening when you're mining a Bitcoin, and there is your reason why there are not more women interested and involved in Bitcoin. Not that they can't talk about those things. It's just not something that... uh,
1: Bitcoin comes out of computers. Yeah. Computer nerds. can
0: buy things. Um, Overstocks can go a long ways to... uh, to bring bringing chicks around. They can buy curtains with Bitcoin now. Um,
1: until you start talking about selling shoes, until uh, what's that shoe oh, company? Uh, boys buy shoes also. Boys do. Yeah, well, and,
0: and men also. Men maybe. also. Some men buy some really fancy shoes. I've got a pair of shiny shoes.
1: Women buy it at such uh, so many more shoes than that. <laughs> not even close. Not even close. That's like saying men buy makeup.
0: I have a brother in law who has a different pair of tennis shoes for every different color like track shorts that he owns or like, you know, the basketball shorts. You know, yeah. You know, Russell athletic or Nike or whatever. If he's got a blue pair, he's got a pair of blue tennis shoes that matches it. got a whole closet with nothing but his tennis shoes
1: in them. Wow. Maybe yeah. it is boys.
0: Yeah. I mean no, I mean this is a serious dude. Okay. He's part of the war on drugs. He uh <laughs> But he's got a match. He's gotta look good when he's running the street and some tennis.
1: <laughs> it's important.
0: <laughs> okay, well I think we're gonna start wrapping it up here. James, how do you think it's going so far?
1: I think first two episodes in, uh yep. we're getting better. I think some better guests. Yeah. Uh, I know we didn't have something this week. It's really just Yeah, sorry y'all had to listen to just just James and Guy. Christmas, everybody. Uh, it's hard to yeah, it this is our a...
0: this is our Christmas episode. And following this, I'm going to have a a special. Uh, well, I don't know if it's going to be following it or before it, or in the middle of it. I'm not sure. But on this episode, there's going to be some pretty interesting <laughs> music. It could be that, happening right uh, now. It's some Christmas rock music that some children I know, one of them being mine, <laughs> might have made just for this podcast. Just for anybody that might be so interested in Bitcoin, they want to listen. And uh, we're going to try to bring you another guest next week to talk about some more interesting things. We, we've got a we've got a couple of different people lined up. One of them does uh, arbitrage, where you know buy buy low, sell high.
1: Day trading. And yeah. We've also got some uh, some miners. Maybe that we'll talk oh, yeah. to. We have got uh, some
0: miners. Some. Um, we got some uh, people in the pipe. We got we have some investors. Um, I also want to uh, get, like, your average Joe on the street and see what they think about some Bitcoin. So there's a lot of exciting things happening here at Bitcoin Sandwich.
1: 2014 will be a big year. We hope it is for you guys, too. It's yeah. prosperous and healthy. Yeah. And we'll see you again next year. All right. Have a happy new year. Happy New Year! <laughs>